Hello and welcome in to Smoking Hot Tastes. We finally watched the Philadelphia and Dallas Empires crumble in on themselves. CJ Stroud and Baker Mayfield showed us that no spotlight is too big for them. And I think the Packers just found their next bad man in Jordan Love. Look away, Bears fans. We are going to give you our playoff recap predictions and spicy hot takes for the upcoming playoff divisionals. Let's get smoking. 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 Did you just say the Packers found their Batman? Their Batman. Next Batman. Uh, like, Batman. You know, Aaron Rodgers is the Batman. He could be the Batman. The love Batman. The love man. Um, yeah, well, first of all, welcome in to Smoking Hot Takes. I got Coop here with me. Yo. And Kato. Woof hey. woof. So, how was your guys' this weekend? A football. Good. <laughs> Great for us, I feel like. Yeah, I, I was a bit disappointed, personally. Uh, but there were some good games. I can appreciate that, but obviously uh, a certain one didn't go my way. Yeah, it was tough to watch. Yes, one of the worst games. A lot of tough games to watch this weekend. Uh, I mean, a lot of blowouts. Like the only, I feel like the only close game that we really had was Rams Lions, and all of the other ones were like you kind of knew which way it was going to go within like the first quarter or two. You know, it wasn't really like everything else was just kind of like woof. Like this is looking right for X team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that at all, to be honest. I thought they were going to be all good games. Um, yeah, it's surprising. So. Like the Buccaneers, Eagles, Brown Texans, and of course the Cowboys game. surprising that those weren't closer. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'm a little worried that this coming week we might have a lot of blowouts too. So Yeah, and I have something to say about that. Week. <laughs> you know, There's I just some heavy favorites. There's like three six-plus yeah. point favorites, I think. Yeah, I actually don't think... I am, I'm honestly on the side of there not being big blowouts. I think there's like somehow like the Texans are going to give the Ravens a close game and same with some of the other teams. So I think this is going to be good football to watch. Hmm. Cooper was saying something I, similar. We'll have to, yeah. We'll have yeah. To get into I'll have it. to agree with you there. Yeah. They put some money on the, on the spreads here. Maybe. Sounds like free money. According to you. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait. For I'll leave, yeah. I'll leave that to C-Dubs for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. C-Dubs might have a, uh, a tough episode this week, given his recap. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, true. All right. Well, you can uh, follow, like, subscribe on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everything else. All the social media platforms. Check us out. Right. Podcasts are now releasing on YouTube um, just automatically. It's exciting. Big news there. So I don't have to upload a video. Um, just goes on to, you- or on to YouTube by itself. So that's fun for all you YouTube listeners out there. I know you guys. I know you guys are um yeah and then i guess just check out all the fun stuff we've been doing on instagram coop had some really cool graphics that he did this past weekend that yeah, go like honestly should have got should have got more love than they did Thanks. and then uh, check out if you want if you want to go laugh more at the cowboys check out the meme fest that happened on uh Oh um, no, dude! On Sunday, dude, we, were, we were just taking it, it out on the Cowboys, man. I, I, I'm glad K Dog doesn't have a Twitter because <laughs> we were just having our way with. I have to with take you guys. Take a look at that, you know, like a priest. There's always like <laughs> there seems to always be one day a year where I'm forced to just yeah. cut off communication from the internet and just not not look at anything. And the, 
uh, Sunday was one of those days. Yeah, I feel like we probably had a new meme coming up every five minutes. Yeah, I couldn't like, stop. It was myself. crazy. I was just trying out new formats too. I was like, hmm, I wonder if this will hit. I wonder, you know, it was just a great time to be out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Like meme culture was changed. That that's crazy. It was, meme culture was changed. Yeah. Few cowboy memes. That's I'll right. have to take a look. I mean, <laughs> no, because really remember about. when you uh, when I put I posted one on um, Instagram. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, and then a dog messaged us. He said, "One more of these, and I'm unfollowing or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> One more of these, you're never going to see me again. I think uh, every new story needs like a sign off from all three of us. It's, I know. I sometimes I I do. I would have vetoed agree. a lot of these tweets. I think, but I mean, you have to. We got to be an unbiased. No, I know. You know, if if the Seahawks. If that happened to the Seahawks, unleash the Seahawks memes. I would expect unleash you to like destroy us. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, um, fellas, let's do our smoking out takes recap for the week. You want to go first or last? I'll go first because mine was pretty damn close. If you didn't I thought know you'd want to save that for last. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> I think I was probably the closest. I don't even know what your guys' was, and I think mine was the closest. So I called for Baker Mayfield last night to throw four passing touchdowns. He got three. And uh, 350 plus yards. He had 337 yards. And then I also specified one to Evans, Godwin, and Rashad White. I know he got one to Godwin, but then two more snuck into um, David Moore and some other bum that I don't remember. So it wasn't really like the Evans and Godwin show. It was like really splitting the Trey ball. Trey Palmer, around. baby. Trey, Trey Palmer. Palmer. There you go. And then, um, and funny enough, Kate Otten was the leading receiver for that game so i was inches man inches from getting that but honestly are we surprised no because Bakey is is he's just that dude in the spotlight get him in the wild card he should be a starting qb for the next three years on an nfl roster how about five years sure that's that was yeah. maybe, maybe 10 maybe 10 are we pushing get 10 now a, get him a three-year deal is he is he a hall of famer now because you almost Almost think he called or smoking out take there? Um, you know, if he uh if he didn't have that stupid Browns organization that drafted him, I think he could be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. Well just Hold think, on like, here. think about think about think about no, I'm I'm obviously joking, but think about how many players Are you? get drafted to horrible organizations that just absolutely kill their careers when they probably could have done a lot better if they got drafted to i agree an organization yeah. that actually like promoted their play or worked yeah. around them instead of try to fit them into a mold yeah i also think about all the players that never got their chance to be honest you know could have turned out to be somebody are you talking about like ones that were like ones that or were just drafted, like but... weren't maybe weren't drafted or something and they just kind of like or just didn't try to been didn't try out for crazy. the college team yeah or just something you know someone along the way that just yeah fell off the i'm path. sure there's some out there that didn't yeah. get a chance but would have yeah, there's. Some, I mean, you yeah, see a lot of undrafted or late round players, yeah. right? Especially guys that are like six eight, you know, two twenty. <laughs> yeah, that could be that's a good tight end. end. The league is lacking great tight ends, right? That's now. right. Now, honestly, honestly that's sure like that's like the one thing it's not lacking. Great well, tight it's ends. It's not like stars. There's not a lot of stars. The tight ends? Yeah, I don't think so. All the top guys right now are going crazy. Well, Kelsey, Mandrews. I mean, you, not they're not like Kelsey's doing okay. They're not like that popular. Is that what you saying? They're not, not like a star saying, receiver. Like, like you could name ten star receivers easily. Obviously, I can name more. ten tight ends right now. 
None of them went off. Them measure up to some other places. Well, there's, I, I'm talking like there's a lot of like B guys, but I don't think there's a lot of A guys beyond like. Kelsey, I think this year was like Mark Andrews, one of the the richest like crop, you know, group if of. If you're them. talking in terms of fantasy, yeah, but just in general, I mean, how many touched this? This is playoff weekend. There's, I think Schultz had one. Ferguson, yeah. like all the tight ends have been going. I mean, off, Ferguson but... had three, uh, and he had a really good year. But like, I wouldn't call it, he's not a star player. He's just a. Don Kincaid had a tutty. Uh, Dawson, Dawson Knox, Knox had a tutty. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't see two tight ends getting a, a touch on the same game in a long time. Fryermuth was the leading receiver for I the mean, Steelers. There you go. Tyler ends, Higby, baby. Tyler Higby was the leader for the Buccaneers. And Ferguson was probably the leader for the Cowboys. Exactly. You guys stand corrected. Thank this you. This was Thank a big you. week of tight ends. But I still Our boys need not, credit. There's not. Higby got his ACL so, torn, bro. This has been a big weekend for tight ends. That sucked. All right. Oh, well. Who wants to go next? <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go next. So I had Josh Allen uh, having two touchdowns in the air, two touchdowns on the ground, and two interceptions. He did have four touchdowns, um, but he had three in the air, one on the ground. No picks. So mm-hmm. he, he outplayed my Clean projection game. of him, you know. So that's that's he had a good game. I can't say anything yeah. about that, you know. Yeah, you were on it with the good game. Well, I guess he did call the two interceptions. Yeah. So you're – Calling for kind of a you know up and down game, but I'd say I was probably closer to Prophet J though. If you think about it, no, yours is also easier. <laughs> no, you're supposed to go with that. It's a joke. Oh, I actually thought you were advocating for something. No, uh, I mean yours was yours. Yours was decent though, for sure. Is it, no, his was closer. Uh, it's not yeah. Tyreek Hill forty yards close. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. So yeah, I think mine's closer. <laughs> Right, what was your uh, skate on? Well, speaking of close, um, I picked the Eagles uh, to beat the Buccaneers by 17 points. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you remember, they were three-point favorites. I mean, they were uh, oh, no. a 10-1 team at one time. I thought maybe they'd find their, their legs here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they got blown. What, they lose by 23? Yeah. They got, they got blown out. Uh, they look terrible. The Eagles have had one of the worst collapses we've ever seen like it just doesn't i don't i don't even know where they go from here it just doesn't make any sense but sounds like they're firing nick sirianni that's the that's the the headlines in philadelphia and rumorville yeah yeah which is kind of surprising to me i don't know short leash you know i guess i mean if you remember uh they fired doug peterson what the year i think he had one year after he won the super bowl and they fired him so it's kind of wow it's on track he's right on track yeah but i I don't think i think they got to give him another chance i mean I don't know. I just don't understand what what happened to them. It doesn't make any I sense. I think they lost a couple good coordinators, yeah, offense, defense, and then the guys that just came in yeah, and replaced them just couldn't do it. I mean, but they were ten and one to start the year, though. Like, to I mean, it was just not. And granted, they did get lucky in some of those games, but it's just night and day. Yeah. So what? This season. I think what happened, but, and this is I saw I, I saw I'll give a little credit to Reddit. I saw this on Reddit today too. Um, when the 49ers put the schlack in on the Eagles. It was uh, Nick Bosa who came out and said, "Oh yeah, we, uh, you know, we showed, we put out the the blueprint to how to play the Eagles." Ah, and man. it was basically like if he doesn't throw like right away, he's just looking to run, like just taking the ball, putting the ball down, and just looking to run anywhere. Yeah. And so they said, just you know, just you just basically need to spy him and just kind of be really good about you know not leaving that post to then you know cover him. And that's apparently wow. that's kind of what worked, and so that's why. The Seahawks beat them, and then everyone else just Jeez. dumps their Sounds like, And then, obviously, and then they, I mean, they got super injured. So, yeah, I mean, so, their defense is terrible. Sounds like even you could have been out there and beaten them. I think so. Easy this yeah. blueprint is. 
I think so. I think I could have played better than Jalen Hurts, or I could have tackled him and um, been the spy to get him. Yeah. So very cool. Can't wait to see our uh, combine times and stuff. And also the other big thing that I think that goes unnoticed is Shane Steichen, who was the now the Colts head coach, was the offensive coordinator for the right. And so we maybe see a little bit of uh or saw a little bit of a dip in their offensive powers just without stake in there. Yeah, and uh who's the uh Cardinals coach? Glennon. Yeah, he was the DC there. Yeah, so. I was gonna ask. I forget what happened to him, but yeah. Yeah, defense is terrible. I mean Baker Mayfield car car trash. Give credit to the Buccaneers though. I mean Yeah, they're good. Like Vicky went off. I think a lot of people did expect them to upset here, but no one I don't know if people expected them to blow them out like no. this. Um so give him credit. Uh, yeah, Eagles made me feel a tiny bit better after Sunday. Well, cool. I think we just talked about three of the games, so we can move on to the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's jump in. Let's do Texans-Browns first, because that was our first game. Man, what game a fun game. Saturday. I mean, good Lord, none of us expect... No. Did K-Dog, did you call the Texans on this one? No, I no, called no, I called the Browns. I, I mean, I had the Browns going to the AFC Championship along which, with you. Which, why... Yeah, we, oh, yeah, that's right. We both did. Which... K-Dog texted us during the game. He's like, I feel like we should have seen this coming. And you're right, because I totally forgot that when they played each other like three weeks ago, that it wasn't CJ Stroud on the Texans side. It was Davis Mills. Yeah. Or, um, or who's the other guy that they have? Um, it, it, was Davis Mills. it was Davis Mills. And um, dude, Stroud just looked unstoppable this game. Just bombing it left and right to Nico Collins, Schultz. Yeah. It's funny. Even the throws he was... even. Yeah, the throws he was just like thrown away. Seemed to find Nico Collins. Mm. I just remember a couple of those. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we were how I went into this game. I was saying that the um, well, speaking on about CJ Stroud, we were saying that the Texans' offense lost a little bit of their firepower with um, what's his name going down. Uh, Tinko, Tinko, I was making on the name with him going down. But you had a lot of guys step up this game. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of young players. Uh, their tight end, I forget his name, um, Schultz. No, the, the other one. like the Revan Jordan. Just, yeah, Revan Jordan. Yeah, um, yeah. Their offense just looked great against. Let's not forget a number one Browns defense. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, what, the reason I said we should have seen this coming, I'm like, uh, we we were so high on the Browns, but looking back on it, I feel like I just fell into like uh, I almost wanted them to be good. Yeah, and and I don't know that they merited all the praise we gave them. Not not to say they weren't a good team, um, but. Yeah, I mean, they, they fell way short. I mean, Joe Flacco throwing two pick sixes in a row, that really sealed the deal. Yeah, that was nuts. Um, that was nuts. Yeah, the, I mean, the Browns, they jumped out 14 <laughs> to nothing, and then, or sorry, 14 10, and then the, the Texans scored 35 unanswered. It's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I feel like I should just go into this now. <laughs> That's uh, relevant. Okay. So I was, I was going to, yeah. So I was on TikTok because we posted, uh, a little prophecy that oh god somebody had about this game and uh we got a little comment on there saying um that well i had said that they looked pretty good the browns because this guy said hey they're 11 and 6 you know and they were 25 percent of the roster was already injured and i said yeah they looked so good against these texans huh and he said i don't take anything back which is great and then he said what's your team little bro <laughs> 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 and I said, bro, chill. I was just teasing. Uh, my guys are the Seahawks. And I said, I know we're, we were cheeks this season, so don't be clowning on me. Um, but now that we're changing coaches, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. But anyways, I, I ended up asking him 
if he thought Deshaun how good Deshaun Watson would be on this team because you know he ended up getting hurt and uh, he said he'd been pretty good. Mm. The last time he played, he went 14 for 14 second half. Mm. You know what I mean? What about all the other games before that? <laughs> wow. Well, he said he was eight and That's four as a, as a first program, game, bro. for one game. Yeah, well, shit, Flacco was what four and two or something. Anyways, he said <laughs> <laughs> it still would have been clapped. Because CJ Stroud is a dog, because he is. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 quite the conversation. <laughs> Are you guys kind of friends now, dude? He never followed me. <laughs> he should have. Well, if you're listening, uh, what's his name? Uh, what do we call King J? King J. King J. Prophet J. Prophet J. Prophet J. Was already weird. That was that was my burner. Him supporting just Sean Watson, we never would have seen that coming. So yeah. it would have been a good cover for sure. And then Journal or uh Prophet J was like Sean Watson's cheeks, bro. <laughs> yeah, I just don't I just don't stand up for that kind of stuff. It, it, it sucks. So I'm not yeah, afraid to make my opinion uh known as as everyone here. So yeah, yeah, I mean Browns, I think to even make it to the wild card, like that's a that's a win for them, especially after losing Deshaun. But um yeah, I think it would have been fun to see them take on the Ravens. Granted, I don't think I could say that I would think they'd beat the Ravens after watching them get their asses handed to them by the Texans. But yeah. regardless, yeah, you know what? They put up a fair shot, and then... Um, well, what I didn't out, realize so. going into this game, I guess they were actually really bad on the road, the Browns. So Probably should have looked into that. I know. If we had looked a little bit deeper, I think we would have found that yeah, split. I, I, yeah, I, I was gonna say too. Like now that the Brown season is over, like yes, you got to feel good. You made the playoffs this year. You started what four different starting quarterbacks. They lose Nick Chubb early in the year. So I mean, obviously they have a really good team, really well coached. But at the same time, they need a quarterback. Like Joe Flacco is just a band aid. We're yeah. not high on Deshaun Watson. Like if you're gonna compete for a Super Bowl, they're kind of in a weird place right now where they're not gonna have a high draft pick, but they need a quarterback. So it'll be interesting uh, what what they do. I think Deshaun will be fun. Yeah, but he's not. I mean. I don't think he's the long-term solution. I mean, they paid him two hundred fifty million. I know, guarantee. but you gotta. Well, they, Russell Wilson got paid a bunch too, but yeah, they gotta. You gotta move on. With it. All great. right, some cost. Fouls on. <laughs> we got another game. All right, you guys want to move Ooh. on? Let's talk about Chiefs Dolphins. Ooh, yeah, Chiefs the Dolphins, ice bowl twenty-six Chiefs to the seven Dolphins in yeah the ice bowl. How about Andy Reid's mustache? Huh, that was something. To yeah, it was kind of gross. Yeah, all the like the snot and the nastiness just yeah, frozen. Was it's like, I I'd like, I'd like to see. It's, it's, I'd like to see oh, Andy Reid without a mustache. I think he's had his mustache. Damn, that'd be weird. As long as yeah, as long as I know now. Yeah, but yeah, he looks ridiculous out there. I can't imagine being at that game. I wouldn't want to. No wonder the Dolphins lost. You know. Yeah. Honestly, they they're so used to probably playing in, in the warm. Right. I mean, that's the uh, narrative going into, it. and it proved to be true. I think. Yeah, I thought this game was funny just... that it's like, like you yeah, man, they... it's it's like exact like everything that we thought would happen did happen. Like we thought the Dolphins couldn't compete, yeah. and that's exactly wouldn't show up, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you guys think about Tua? Like, do you think Tua is like the franchise QB here? Because no, I mean we the way he was looking during this game, it was it was not. He's it doesn't look like he's the guy to do it in Miami. Like, was Brian Flores right? Yeah, I think so. I think we kind of alluded to this last week. We were like, well, he's not really good enough to get you far, but he's like not bad enough to get rid of. Yeah. Maybe it's just time. Go somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. I um, I don't know what his contract situation is either. Um, I don't know how many years he has left, but I saw a stat uh, that in last year's wildcard game, 
when Tua was hurt, Skylar Thompson had more pass yards than Tua did in this game, wow. which is oh my god <laughs> makes him seem bad. It is a little unfair. I mean, you gotta uh, the conditions were tough. That being said, I mean the Chiefs managed to still score twenty six, and um, wow. yeah, I think I think the Chiefs. I'm feeling kind of high on the Chiefs after this one, honestly. I'll, I'll get into that uh, later, but sure. I think they look really good. I think I think the offense they've got it all figured out. You got R- Rasheed Rice had a huge game. Uh, which opened up Travis Kelsey more. He had, I think, 70 yards. Uh, and then Isaiah Pacheco looks really good, too. Yeah, and then you have the best quarterback in the NFL in Patrick Mahomes. Uh, is he, though? I think so. I have I think prof, I think Prof would, would, would say Lamar is. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Right? He's, he's, pretty, he's been pretty adamant about that. Uh, but, no, it's, to me, it's easily Patrick Mahomes, mm. especially with, given all the playoff experience he has. I don't know. Jordan Love's looking pretty good. Yeah, Jordan Love is looking. Uh, he's looking all right. Yeah. I I would give it to Baker if you wanted to go off performances <laughs> from last week. <laughs> but sure, we can right. we can go with Jordan Love. Um, yeah, I I, I hear what you're saying, K Dog. I also I love what the Chiefs are doing. Like Rashi Rice, like they just need to feed the ball to that dude because he's the only one that's got hands. Yeah. Um, on that receiving yeah. core, I mean, like you you yeah. look at the distribution from like the rest of the wide receivers, and nobody else nobody I know. else got the ball. Yeah, and Kadarius Tony was inactive this game. Look what happens when he's he's not playing. <laughs> no picks, no interceptions. Uh, yeah, Beautiful. I I would just sit him. I I would see no reason in bringing him back. They'll probably bring him back in the Super Bowl <laughs> to do like a trick play. Didn't he have no, a touchdown, he had a touchdown last year? Didn't he? He, did, yeah. he blew up in the uh, yeah he blew up in the Super Bowl last year. So maybe he's just like one of those guys who gets the Super Bowl and then they're like actually really good. Maybe yeah. Um, yeah. So they play. They'll go to Buffalo for next week, and that will be a fun one. I think it, is it still gonna be snowy? I don't know. I don't know. We, we gotta check the weather reports to see what that what that's gonna look like. Um, any more you guys want to say about this one? Uh, no. All right, K Dog. Do you want to kick us off this next one? <laughs> How about I do this first? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I don't even deserve that. Okay, fine. How, How about this one? Okay. <laughs> Take it away, K Dog. Yeah, I mean, that last one sums it up very well. The Cowboys were an absolute joke this game um i've never felt as good going into a playoff game as i did this one i'll be honest oh really like i i felt the cowboys i didn't have much to worry about i had talked about last pod on how i think the cowboys have uh the easiest path to the championship game that they've had in in a long time and they just completely squandered it they got outplayed in every facet every it's hard to even pick a player that did well on the cowboys you know maybe jake ferguson in, in garbage time but Literally everybody didn't show up. And, and on the flip side, uh, you know, the Packers, Jordan Love looked amazing. Uh, Aaron mm-hmm. Jones had more touchdowns this game than he had the entire season. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and Jordan Love had a almost perfect quarterback rating. No turnovers. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's just, it's just a mess. And it's just like, um, I don't know where the Cowboys go from here. They had a great regular season. Great individual performances. I mean, Dak was a top three quarterback, CD top three wide receiver, had a bunch of all pro players. Their defense was great. And it just all completely, completely fell apart this game. I mean, defense was awful. Seahawks, you can take Dan Quinn. I don't want him anymore. Uh, we, don't no. want him. <laughs> we don't want him either. We don't want uh, him. Micah Parsons, once again, talks a lot, doesn't do anything in a, in a meaningful game. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just astonishing to me. Just the, um, I don't know if you guys want to jump in on this game, but I'm loving what I'm hearing so far. <laughs> it's just as I, I mean, this is just what I've seen my entire time of being a Cowboys yeah. fan for the last 
16, 17 years. It's been the same thing over and over again. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. It doesn't matter if it's Tony Romo, Dak Prescott. It doesn't matter if it's Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett or Mike McCarthy. It's just the same old thing where they consistently underperform uh, in the playoffs. I mean, I mentioned last week that they they have an NFL record, 13 straight playoff appearances without reaching conference championship game. Uh, Their last three playoff games in which they were favored by more than seven points, including this one, their own three. (laughs) <laughs> which is like which is an nfl record there's just so I've, I've seen so many stats just like how astonishing they're like they're they're choking yeah. in the playoffs has been like it like it defies all common sense all statistics seems, it's actually ridiculous it like, seems I, unlucky it does it just doesn't make any sense like i mean i remember i think this is their worst loss since i was like a kid when they were heavily favored in 2007 they were heavily favored against the giants uh they were favored by seven and a half points. Giants went on to win the Super Bowl, but they beat them there. I think this is their worst loss since then. Wow. It's very similar, but nothing in the team is. It's a different coach. Every single player, every single coach is different, and yet it's the same result. And I just, I just, I don't understand. You don't see this with other teams. No, it just, I, I just, I just don't get it. And and Dak, you know, in in the in the Dak era, um, he's two and five in the playoffs straight up, and he's one. Even worse, he's one and six against the spread. They like consistently underperform. Mm. Um, I mean, all their losses, they they fall down big at the start. They just feel like they're not there to play. Like the other teams, they're not prepared. Yeah, I'm just over. I uh, you guys can jump in, but I, I'm done with Mike McCarthy. I I hope they let him go. I hope they let go of Dan Quinn. And I hope it's just a new, uh, mm. totally new system next year. There's you get so rid, you rid of that clean house. You get rid of Dak. I do. I I don't want to get rid of Dak. Um, he had a great year, and frankly, there's just not. Yeah. a better option sure and the cowboys have had, <laughs> i don't know i i read that the the train lance they have to pick up his fifth year deal if they want to keep him and it's like um 20 million or something because oh, sh- oh, he was such a high because he was such a high pick wow i didn't realize that when they traded for him but i'm like why did what was the point of that i mean they gave up a fourth round pick for him that's weird that doesn't make any sense um yeah i mean there, there's some intriguing coaches out there uh bill belichick he's going to atlanta we'll see Mike Rabel, he's. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. Even possibly Jim Harbaugh, Chargers. We'll see. Like <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. Pete I Carroll. Would, I would take any of those three. Pete Carroll above. Yeah, you know, it, that's tough. Actually, I have a lot of respect for <laughs> Pete Carroll, but it would depend on what kind of assistant coaches I guess he brought in. But Nick Saban. No, you don't want Nick Saban. I don't think so. I mean, he uh, he came to the NFL. Uh, um, a long time and ago. It was terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. It's been a long time. And then I, I think he, like, walked out on um, – I forget what team it was. I think the Dolphins. He just walked out on them, like, middle of the season, went Never back mind. to college. Never mind. We don't want him. No, you want Kalen DeBoer. No. No, nobody <laughs> wants him. He'll be there for two years. I will take Belichick, Vrabel, and uh, – You take Mike McDonald. Come on. Mike McDonald? Who? I don't know. Ravens, D.C.? Oh, I didn't know who that was. Uh, I don't know. I feel like those coordinators that are like from good teams, they go become head coaches. I don't know. How often does that work out? It seems to work out all the time. Well, Steichen's doing pretty yes. good on the Colts. You got Glennon, yeah, who's, yeah, who good. seems like he's doing okay with the Cardinals. And then Sorry, Matt LaFleur. You got um, uh, Daniels in, in Miami. Who's that guy? Mike, Mike Daniels. Daniels. Mike Daniels. I don't think he's that great, though. I mean, I know their offense was really seems good. To be pretty, but... If you had a better, like better in, uh, weapon than Tua. Jets coach Robert uh, Sala, uh, but all those Sala. guys, their names we know 
but like that's like eight different but like how good are they are they are they better than average yeah i don't know i don't know if i'd, I'd say, say Mike so. Daniel and Robert the, i don't think they've proven that yet they could be all the floor players are looking to get poached too so you got aaron glenn who's the dc ben johnson the oc kellen moore could go somewhere and be a head coach no, kellen moore to return He's not ready. No, thank you. Actually, <laughs> no, no way. Kellen Moore, Cowboys. return to the Cowboys. Cl- don't be touching this. <laughs> you were looking for it. Uh, what else do we have? To- you know what's funny about Mike McCarthy too? My one last thing to say about this game. It, he's um, it, two of two of the most painful playoff losses I've seen was against Mike McCarthy's Packers. You know, like the 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 divisional where Des didn't catch it. Dak's rookie year, they were the number one seed. He's handed me these two heartbreaking losses. And then he comes where he was where he outcoached the Cowboys. And then he comes to coach for the Cowboys. He plays his former team <laughs> and he finds he he finds a way to one up himself. He makes it even worse. You know, it's like yeah. you can't make this stuff up. Like it it just it just doesn't make sense. It's, wow. Maybe he's a sleeper, sleeper agent. I don't know. It's I saw some he, that said that the Cowboys were trying to run the ball a lot compared to throwing. Well, like when the game first started, and that they were also playing zone a lot compared to yeah. man, which they were doing most most of the time in the regular season. Did you have? Did you notice that? And was that a gripe of yours as well as you were watching this game? Yeah, I mean, offensively, yeah, they they did run the ball a lot at the start, and then Dak put up. I mean, I think Dak had zero passing yards in the first quarter Jeez. and eighty by halftime, and then of course he just got a bunch in garbage time after falling down by thirty two. But. Sure. Uh, yeah, and then defensively, yeah, they were talking about that on the broadcast, how they were playing a lot of zone. And they were just getting – I mean, if you want to call a zone, just leaving a wide open zone in the middle of the field a couple of times. Uh, one of those touchdowns, too, I think it was Musgrave, oh, like yeah. the next-gen stats, he was the widest open of any player this season. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just like – it was just a disaster. I mean, Dan Quinn should have been fired already. I don't know why he's even still there. Um, it's just embarrassing. It's just, it's just, yeah. But give credit to the years. Packers. Give credit to the Packers. By the way, the Packers, yeah. they're the first number seven seed to ever win. Heard Granted, that's only been around for a few years, but so like eight still. Years? I don't know. Yep. I'm kind of shocked to see Dan Quinn still getting like as many head coaching jobs. I'm sure they enough. died down. That's going to well, be a tough, that's going to be a tough interview question when they ask him yeah, about like, this what game. happened. Yeah, I don't want him back in Seattle personally. Like he he had his time in Atlanta as a head coach, didn't do well there. I don't. I'm in Seattle. Um, we got to give a little love to to Jordan Love too. I mean, good lord, he actually. I feel like he looked like Aaron Rodgers a bit out there. Like he had that kind of that same touch on the ball and just his like, arm angles were nuts. This game, yeah. Like he just it just seemed like every throw that he made yeah. was just a perfect pass that just allowed the runner or the receivers to just keep running and. Oh my gosh! Just like running yeah, dogs, was... it was just unstoppable, and just wasn't a whole lot of tackling on either wow. NFC East game. Not great tackling. I mean, the Cowboys—they just left so many guys wide open. And Jordan Love, yeah, he was incredibly accurate. I mean, he looked amazing this game. I, I think we've done him a disservice this year. We haven't really talked about him enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he had a great year statistically, but kind of, I guess, Pretty because quiet. they started the season so bad, I think it was like, kind of we, we didn't pay so much attention, but. He looks amazing. Um, it's funny, too. I mean, we got two really young, exciting quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love in the playoffs. Did you guys see their stats side by side? It was almost exactly this. They both went 16 for 21 with three touchdowns. I think Stroud has slightly more yards, but it, hmm. they were like almost had identical games. Wow. That's cool. Future of the NFL. Looks bright, man. Yeah. Looks bright. Packers I'm did it again. Packers did it again somehow. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a winning formula for sure. I mean, we don't like seeing it as Hawks fans. I don't want to see the Packers move on in the playoffs. Like that's no, I don't either. I don't. I don't like the Packers. I'm fine with that. Unfortunately, yeah. they. Yeah, their future looks bright. It's a different team to me. Youngest team to ever win a playoff game. I know. They're awesome. All, All right. right. How about we, we fly out to Detroit next, where we had the return of Matthew Stafford taking on his former team, the Lions, not having a playoff win in like 30 years. Yeah, it was crazy. Jared Goff's former team. Like the, like the script writers just kind of went hard on this one, guys. Yeah, um, I, had the, uh, I had the pleasure to watch this with Lions fan 420, 69. Nice. And it was legendary. He was weeping. <laughs> weeping, I swear. It's the biggest win of his life. Seriously. So Yeah. Was it yeah. was it bigger than the Michigan uh the win? Well, I wasn't there with him when that happened. And I try to forget that ever happened. So it's been a good year for Michigan. That's true. Um Crazy. yeah, man. I mean, this game was awesome. Just the back and forth. Well, the back and forth at the beginning of the game, and then the second half of the game was just kind of a dud with a combined total of three field goals being scored. Um, but, man, the Lions, like, they look solid. Like, the Rams, though, gave them, like, kind of a run for their money, as we were all sort of expecting, like, just this being the closest game. I mean, Amon-Ra, like, the, the formula's there. Get Amon-Ra the ball, get Montgomery, get Gibbs the ball, and you're probably going to win the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was, like, the big keys for me that I noticed. And then on the other side, you got Puka, 181 yards. Like, this... Talking about future of the NFL, Puka Nakua is is that dude. He's the new Cup with the Rams. Yeah, Cup had kind of a quiet game, I think, right? He only had like 25 yards or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, this game I thought was interesting. I mean, like you said, it was just a shootout in the first half and then um, really quieted down in the second half. Uh, what I thought was interesting about this game, comparing their stats, the team stats side by side, um, both teams had eight drives ran 55 plays, went three for nine on third down, one for one on fourth down, all I, all identical with both teams. Wow. But the difference was, I think the Rams got slightly more yards, but the, the big difference was the Rams were 0-3 in scoring touchdowns in the red zone, and the Lions were 3 for 3. So I oh, think that was really, really the difference. Uh, the Lions were able to capitalize, score touchdowns, and the Rams just kept kicking field goals. Um, yeah, li- Lions look, I mean, Lions look really good. I, I still just... And I and I think there's very much set up to win next week as well and reach the championship game. But I don't know if I can see them going against the 49ers and finding much success. It'll that that that's going to be really interesting. Um, I mean, we'll if if it gets there. Yeah, if it gets there. If it gets I don't there. know. I think that their defense matches up a little bit better than you may think, just with how good the their run defense the run defense is. is. And I think point, if yeah. they make Brock Purdy have to like make throws, um, I think they can make him yeah. mess up a bit. That's a good point. That's a good point. So. But yeah, I th- this secondary is going to going to have to improve like greatly in order to, to, I think, win the Super Bowl. You know, so that's just kind of the, their weakness right now. Do you, guys, do you guys think that was pass interference on that third down? Um, to Puka. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it was pretty blatant. I yeah. feel like it wasn't as bad as people are making out to be. I see. I I don't think it was crazy that they didn't call that. Honestly, yeah, maybe we have to look at it again. I, I, I just don't think it's a, as egregious as people are making it out to be. I actually don't mind the no call. It, there was a little bit of contact, but I don't think it was that crazy. Keep going. That's all I had to say. Are you looking it up? <laughs> are you guys looking it up over there? Maybe. Continue. Do, do, do. Okay. Oh, well, go I, ahead. I don't know what else. So the Lions are going to They have another home game next week. They'll be facing the 
Where are they facing? The Buccaneers. Bucks. No, the Bucks. Yeah, which is uh, I think they'll be an interesting matchup too. And Lions fans can now take solace in the fact that that game against the Cowboys didn't matter at all. That's right, because they're essentially the second best seed. Well, they are the second best seed now. They get another home game, so it it didn't matter. As we look up another <laughs> questionable call, we gave up. Oh, we're good. All right, we'll watch let's it move out. On, then. All right, let's move on. Let's go to the Bills Steelers. The Bills. This is kind of a weird game. All of the environment here was awesome. Thirty-one to seventeen. I saw so many people jumping through tables, tables on fire. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, I was actually at this game. I jumped through a table on fire. Yeah. It was the best day of my life. Um, no, I mean, this was kind of a, I thought it was, this was going to be a bigger blowout than it really, like this final score showed. Because how it was looking was that the Bills were just going to run away with it. I think I sent in our group group chat that I should have put an alternate spread down for this game of like plus 30 or something or minus 30. For the Bills just to blow out the Steelers. I mean, it, but the, the Steelers kind of made it a game. Yeah, and, you're right. Uh, yeah. I saw this funny, uh, or I saw this quote from, I think it was from Najee Harris, where like typically the Bills have been playing like in a too high um, defensive formation. They brought a guy down to start covering the run more. And Najee was asked like, oh, like we noticed what they, you know, how they changed their defensive formation. What did you do it to adjust? And he goes, oh, we just ran the ball more. <laughs> so, wow. um, I mean, the fact that the Steelers even got this far, I think, is is, is yeah. an astonishment. It's amazing. But, yeah, we and don't expect this to happen. I think we need to call into question your sanity when you say Tomlin's a better head coach than Belichick. If this is the outcome every year, even if they make the playoffs, whatever. Dog, are you kidding me? No! I had Mason Rudolph. Back up your take, Mason bro. Rudolph. He had Mason Rudolph. I mean, the fact that they made it this far with Mason Rudolph with no TJ Watt in this game. Like, Bro, people are asking him, are you even coming back next? Did you hear that? He got asked that. He's like, yeah, and he already he goes, said he's coming back. He said he's coming And he back. just walked away. He didn't even answer. Yeah. yeah, and then afterwards he said, no, I'm back. Because he doesn't want to deal with this crap. And they said, nah, you're ass. Dude, Tomlin <laughs> would be a, an amazing coach on a different organization. Put him on the Patriots. He'll double what Belichick did. Book it. With, the, with his Patriots team? Yeah, sure. Oh, brother, this guy we'll take, stinks! He will take the, Mac Jones to the Hall of Fame, baby. <laughs> I, you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm in the middle here where Mike Tomlin, he did take not a very good team to the playoffs this year. He's nowhere close to Belichick. Let's, I know. Yeah, no, nowhere close. But, yeah, I mean, you co- there's no way Mason Rudolph is going into Buffalo and beating these Bills. They had no chance. Uh, it wasn't – I mean, they did – the Bills went up like 21 nothing, right? Yeah. And Steelers kind of came back, but – so maybe not a huge blowout, but Bill still covered. I mean, still beat him by 14. Um, there were a lot of good highlights this, this game, like the Josh Allen 50-yard run. Yeah, it was nuts. And then that Khalil Shakur touchdown was kind of nuts. Never saw it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's looking nice. Broke a couple tackles. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, that Bill's offense, they're perfectly balanced this game. Not perfectly, but they had two hundred about 200 pass yards, 200 rush yards. Very balanced offense. Uh I don't know what to make. I mean, their defense, you are playing the Steelers offense, so there's not a whole lot to say there. But, um, I mean, Pickens didn't do anything. Thank God. I hate that guy. You know, I mean, yeah. He had a well, fumble, that's not he? true. He threw his helmet at a water cooler. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a highlight for sure. That's, a, that's yeah, his highlight of the game. I mean, I think the defense is looking pretty good for the Bills, you know. I mean, they were kind of sus. Kind of talked about this going into this game. I think the Bills' defense has really stepped up. And they're still holding the. They have the Steelers haven't been a terrible offense of late. So, so and honestly, the Bills should have had one more turnover. There's that weird play where Fryermuth like fumbled 
Yeah, that was weird. Said, like it hit it, like the, his helmet. I think it hit the ball while he was yeah. going out of bounds, and so then they ruled it out of bounds. I think it was just the whole the whole yeah. interaction was was very strange. But yeah, I, mean, I think the Bills, like especially like hosting a home game with the Chiefs, like. I mean, K Dog was saying he thinks a little differently now, but I still like the Bills' chances here with uh, with this being at home. I mean, the Bills are gonna be rowdy. They're gonna be throwing snowballs at Patrick Mahomes. They're gonna be throwing snowballs at Taylor Swift up in the box. <laughs> True, dude. You think she'll be there? No, I don't I'm camping so. out to to see. Hmm. I'm actually going to. The You're game going to just for Taylor Watch. <laughs> you guys are making a lot of trips to Buffalo lately, huh? And I'm jumping through a table while I'm there, maybe on fire. I'm I'm going there in two weeks. Oh, okay. You yeah. got that shift. He'll be there for the championship, right? When they host the wow, and then when Ooh. they host the Super Bowl, I'll be there. Oh, okay. Well, why don't we all go? <laughs> they can't host the Super Bowl, bro. <laughs> I thought you were smoking. Is this so fine? No, they might. I think huh? it's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. Is it yeah. Allegiant? Oh, gross. No, it's in a soccer stadium there. Okay. All right. Let's go to the last game. We already briefly covered this. <laughs> Bucks versus the Eagles. Bucks winning, dominating the Eagles, thirty-two to nine. Get rid of Sirianni. Talk about a clown show! <laughs> Come on, get him hey, out of here. Did you like? Did you feel? Was this therapeutic for you watching this game at all, or like at least seeing the score, the finale of it? Like, was Honestly, it therapeutic not. in a way? Uh, it... No, it wasn't. Were you I, I said for the I, Eagles. I, I mean, no. No, I was rooting for the Bucks for sure. Like I, I said, it made me feel a little better at the start of this episode. Honestly, that's not really true. I mean, <laughs> nothing can change what happened on Sunday. The Eagles, they weren't a contender this year. They were going to lose eventually. It's nice to see them lose like this. I mean, they look like a mess. So, yeah, that feels good, but doesn't fix the Cowboys' problems. The state yeah. of the NFC East next year might be a hot mess. Like it might, we might go back to the the era where the NFC East is just like that one trash. Maybe. Are you going oh, to double down on your uh, on your Giants winning the division? I, I might. Actually, that's not bad now. It's pretty bad. Well, they need I a mean, the Cowboys, are so, the Cowboys and Eagles are still going to be good next yeah. year. They're still going to win 9, 10 games. Sorry. I, he cast some delusions. Well, actually, we don't know about the Eagles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think the Eagles will be fine. I don't know. They still got the talent there on offense, at least. Yeah, but Jalen Hurts, I mean, he has he had quite a down year as compared to He'll a be year back. ago. He'll be back. But the year, the year, the year they went to the Super Bowl was the only good year he had, he's had in his career. He's only been playing for like four years. I know, dude. What are you talking he's, about? He's been bad in all the other ones. So. No, he hasn't. He has. No, he hasn't. His stats is last year were significantly better than anything. He's the ever year been. before when he was a rookie or a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Come on, geez. I'm just saying. Dude. Yeah, I, I'm kind of on that train. I think Jalen Hurts ain't it. Oh my god, you guys are clowns. He's kind of dookie. Like the fact that you even called MVP for him, yikes. All right, now, okay, now I know he's just playing. Let's go. Let's move on. Okay, well, first, we got to talk about Bakey one more time, just because my oh, take was hot, and it it basically hit. We'll call it a hit. No. Um, <laughs> no. Dude, I mean, Baker was just bombing it. Bombing I thought you had to get, like, had to get four loading touchdowns. The, loading the football into the cannon, shooting it off. Did you say four touchdowns? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. And honestly, he should have had... Like Evans had some bad drops right at the uh, at the goal line. Like perfect ball, he just drops it right through his hands. I was like, "Ugh, Mike Evans, you're killing my smoking hot take." Um, I don't know why you don't want to talk about him more. Vita Vea looking like a dude. He's looking like a snack. He always has. He is. He is a dude. A dude. Because he gets right, that fine. sack, baby. You know what's crazy <laughs> is uh, right now, like the NFC North is looking like. Are they the only division with two teams remaining? I think they are. Yeah. 
I think so. Yeah. Wow. So, NFC North. Oh no, you got you got. Oh yeah, I think you're right. So that's that's pretty wild. But we'll see if that remains after this week. Okay. Wait. Yeah. All right, we're moving on. All right, so quick, <laughs> quick contest update. So if you, any of you amazing listeners, entered our ESPN Pigskin Playoff NFL Challenge bracket, um, there's 23 in the group. So this is awesome to see the turnout for this. We calculated and did all the standings for the first week, and and we're actually doing 23 free merch giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. Keep going. So I was just gonna shout out. <laughs> TG Mango, one of 23 people to have a perfect bracket, called the Packers. Yeah, I was called nice. the Texans. Um, although TG Mango also picked the Texans to win the whole damn thing. Yeah, it's not looking too crazy anymore. It, it's not looking too crazy, but it's also not looking too great. If they so, beat the Ravens, what are you going to say then? Yeah, then it looks pretty good. All right. So, one game TG Mango's in, he's in first all by himself. So, that's awesome to see. Um, and then in second, there's currently nine individuals tied um, for second. Some names you might recognize. There's myself, Jay. There's Coop. There's Lion fan for 2069s in there. Broncos fan for 2069s in there. Um, and then a few other people that. Um, yeah, I, I think Niner fan for yeah, 2069s in there. So. And then we got K Dog. Unfortunately, uh, I was gonna say I didn't hear K Dog at the bottom, <laughs> currently in yeah. second to last. Um, you know, after winning the regular season, um, you know, most picks, uh, I'm just like my team where I, I just can't perform in the playoffs. I guess <laughs> oh, no. two and four, it's over. I had the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, which, by the way, I didn't actually think they would do that. Come on. <laughs> I thought they were going to the championship game, and then and then I just went ahead and just went went for it. And you had to, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my bracket is busted right now, for sure. Yeah, K Dog was was defeated, and so yeah, so a couple more weeks, well, three more weeks. So we'll see who uh, who claims who claims victory there. But yeah, shout out TG Mango again for uh, for doing it for being the the dude right now. Um, all right, anything else you guys want to say before we jump in to the divisionals no i'll take that as a no all right first game houston's visiting the baltimore raven on the 20th of january uh they are currently looks like some books got them as the nine point underdog nine and a half point underdog um and yeah do you guys think cj stroud is going to keep up the hotness <laughs> and start to dice up another great defense in this baltimore ravens defense you have Mike McDonald, this guy that Coop keeps just apparently he just keeps sucking off. He really likes this guy. this guy. Wants is our head coach. Mark, you know? Is Mark Andrews going to be back? Looks like it. Is Isaiah yeah, likely going to be I there needed, too? That's all I needed to know. I mean, we're all right. I'll just go. I'm picking the Houston Texans for this game. I'm getting spicy here. This is my hot, my hot take, my hot game of the week. Because you know what? All right. I, I like the momentum that the Houston Texans have been building. I mean, dicing up the Browns, that's no easy task, right? We've been saying all of their defensive metrics first in all many, all these different categories. Um, and honestly, I think Lamar Jackson's getting a little cold. He, he had a little bye week. He just was sitting on his butt, not really doing anything, not keeping those legs warm because you know what? Those legs are about all he's good for, um, you know, running that ball up and down the field. So I just think he's not going to be quite prepared for this game. Houston Texans might scheme him out a little bit. I'm calling for a down game on Lamar Jackson. 
and I'm calling for a big game for C.J. Stroud. You want to know why he just said everything he just said? Because if there was a remote chance that he even hit this thing, if he hit this, he would not shut up about it for life. He was like, oh, call the downfall Lamar. That's why he's picking this. I was wondering why you're doing this. And then he started spouting off about Lamar and the Ravens. And I said, okay, this is a biased pick, obviously. <laughs> and it's setting you up for something big in return. Because, like, we're not going to fault you for not picking the Ravens because we know. But the risk-reward is great for this one. Um, I got to pick the Ravens here. Like, I know – I think people get caught up in the hype of these teams. Like, what happened to you guys with the Browns, all that stuff? It's like, you think this team is better than it is? I mean – Stroud's really good. He's really proven that, but I think it's probably going to be a little too early for him. I mean, he's still a rookie. I would love to see this happen, but I think the Ravens' D is just going to be too good, especially at home. You know, Texas has been playing. They just played at home in nice weather. I mean, Baltimore's going to be pretty dang cold. They're used to playing up there. I think it's going to be a tough game for Stroud. And if he if he ends up getting the upset, like this is going to be a like a legacy, legendary game for him. should be fun to watch. But I gotta go Ravens still. Yeah, I mean that's a smart pick for sure. Um, <laughs> I see. So I was looking at this this weekend. We got three really big favorites, but this is a playoffs. You know, upsets happen, and to me, the Texans this week are the team I feel most comfortable with picking that upset, and I, I'm going with them. I mean, <laughs> like like Prophet, I thought I'd be alone on this, but it's it's nice to leave. Uh, we're gonna leave Coop behind, so that'll be nice. Uh, That's fine. I mean, like like Prophet Jay said, uh, this Texans team just carved up a number one Browns uh, defense. Granted, 14 of those points were exactly <laughs> on That's the other side, different. but still. Um, and then you have, you know, you look at the Ravens. Uh, they're number one in yards allowed, or excuse me, points per game allowed. Number one in takeaways, number one in sacks. I believe they're the first team to ever lead the league in all the all three of those categories. But but the Texans actually match up fairly well against that. I mean, they're, they're top of the league in scoring points. Uh, they're first in the NFL with only 14 giveaways. So they, they take care of the ball. They're middle of the road against protecting against, uh, you know, against sacks. But um, I think with, I think there that's a little misleading with guys like Davis Mills and Case Keenan playing a couple games. I, I looked at those. They they got sacked a lot. So I think that the Texans are able to um kind of counter that Ravens defense. And the Ravens, you know, uh we look at some of these teams that have a history of choking in the playoffs. The Ravens are one of them. Uh, a few years ago in twenty nineteen, Ravens were fourteen and two, number one seed, ten point favorites over the visiting Titans. They lost twenty eight to twelve. I kind of see this as potentially being a repeat of that. And CJ Stroud just looks incredible. Um, there's been five rookies prior to him to make the conference championship. And I think, uh, including Brock Purdy, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, wow. I think CJ's got, got a, got a, got a chance here. Nice. I mean, it's going to be, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a hell of a game to watch. I expect all these games to be really good. Uh, but yeah, I just think the Ravens are going to edge it out. Like, I mean, like you say, you always bring up these stats why these things keep happening it's like whenever i hear that it's like i feel like there's gonna be an end of it um you know like lamar and the ravens choking the playoffs i just think it's his year he's been playing really well um and stroud's got plenty of time to come back and do this all again you know just it's not gonna happen well, why this not time. just do it the first year you know why not just I mean, get it yeah. done in the, in, the, in the first i would love to watch that happen so i'm, I'm here for it but i'll be a realist on this one yeah i, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, mean I, I hear you I'm you. a realist too. I just think because you guys got so burned by picking the Browns, you're like, 
Man, we gotta go with these guys. <laughs> I got nothing to lose at this point, man. I got nothing to lose. I picked the Browns. They didn't make it. I'm staying on this right, train. Lamar's not gonna do it. All right. Let's go over to California. Let's go to San Francisco where the Packers are visiting the Niners. And similar to the last game, looks like the Packers are about a nine point underdog. Um so I'll just jump in. This one's a little bit more open and shut for me. Coop, I don't know why you're shaking your head. But uh, the Niners are going to win this football game. I mean, the reality is Jordan Love, he had a great game. I expect them to still play pretty well in this. Um, I do think that, you know, Aaron Jones is, was looking healthy. He was looking like he was looking explosive. And I expect them just to have a great overall game. However, I just don't think they have the defensive weapons to match up against a lot of the different 49ers players. And honestly, like this defense that the 49ers have is significantly better. Sorry, K-Dog. Than what the boys have to offer. So I don't think that they'll just get a lot of free open balls where Jordan Love can just dunk it into them. So give me the Niners. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I am very interested to see how Jordan Love and the Packers respond, like how they follow up that dominating win. Um, but I don't know. This is a different, like you said, this is a different defense. This is a different team in the 49ers. Um, I don't, and they're well-rested, you know, coming off the bye, uh, whereas the Packers just gave it their all in this, in this previous game. Um, I think the 49ers win easily. I don't think it's going to be close. I think, I think this is going to be a blowout. All right. I guess I'll jump in. And I think maybe this is my game. <laughs> this is so much worse if you actually call this. Why? This is way worse. Why? Why? Because yeah. the boys did not show up to play last week. They were That's not. They did not K-Dog, exist. They were. K-Dog they were said, K-Dog said the Green Bay Packers gave it their all. They didn't have to do squat against the Cowboys. They made it look easy. They are fired up, ready to go, well-rested. They're going to go in. You know, they went down south, play the Cowboys. They're going to go back down south, play the Niners, and they're going to win. I'm going to be Jimmy Johnson in there at <laughs> halftime saying, I'm going to kick your, Ryan, your <laughs> rear end if you don't get your butt in gear and do what you're supposed to do. I don't know. I get to see this being upset. I think uh, Love looks crazy. It's like, I mean, these picks don't really matter. But, I don't know. Give me Love. All right. I mean, that would be just – crazy if, if the Packers win this game. It'd be crazy if the if the Texans beat the Ravens. It just this feels seems, more this is crazier likely. to me. This is crazier to me, but both both would be. Yeah. Imagine okay. the CJ Stroud Jordan Love Super Bowl. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh, that'd be awesome. All right, let's go to Detroit. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers riding in their pirate ships up into Lionville, where they are the uh Lake Michigan. Yeah, they're riding through the rivers. The Mississippi to get up to uh, Michigan, <laughs> parking in Lake Michigan, and then uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why, guys. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention in United States geography. I'm not gonna lie. Did you? Yeah, keep going, bro. I mean, you're good. Okay. Well, I was just asking. I was trying to ask it what your how your geography knowledge is, but I mean, it's superior, yeah, like the I'd lake. T- I'd say it's better. I'd say it's better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it like Detroit's, Detroit on, Detroit's on a six-point favorite here? I'm pretty sure that's why I said I it is. Yeah. What? Detroit's a six-point favorite here. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. All right, kid. Uh, when are you guys? You you lead on. I got the Lions. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I, enough said, baby. 
Give me the Lions. I'm riding them. What about the Buccaneers? You guys just picked the Buccaneers to win a big game last week, and you're not going to – Well, I guess it's not the same caliber of team. The Lions are a different animal. They're going to be stopping the run game. So Baker's going to have to make a lot of throws. And I feel like just over time, if he's making a lot more throws, he's going to mess up. Yeah. More than more often than not. Yeah. Yeah, but the Lions, uh, so Lions can capitalize. I know, but you know, there there is a world where the Buccaneers win this game. Yeah. But it might it might be one of those fantasy worlds where they can <laughs> they can take a river up to Detroit from Tampa Bay. Like probably Jay described. You have to but, go west uh, first. West yeah. First. Uh this is just uh, yeah, I mean the, the Lions should win. Um they're heavy favorites. Uh this is this is exactly what they wanted—a home game against the Buccaneers. You know, I mean, the, the matchup—it's just—I don't think the Buc- Buccaneers will be able to slow down that Lions offense. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, the Lions defense—you know—they'll stop the run, make Baker beat them, and I don't think he'll find the same kind of success that he did uh, a, a week ago. Yeah, got, um, I'm a, I'm on the Lions side here too. I really want to take the take the Bucks because I just love wow. watching Baker Mayfield play football. Um, because he's got that swag, he's got the charisma, and it just sounds like he's just playing loose. He's not being you, controlled by all you these. You see a little bit of coaches. yourself in him. I wish I could. He's too cool. I'm not cool enough to be a Baker Mayfield. Wow, that, that guy's all awesome. right. Humble, humble um, today. That guy's no. When it comes to Baker Mayfield, I don't play. I don't mess around. But I don't think Baker Mayfield's got the sauce to take on the Lions. I mean, they just outside of that secondary, like they're firing on all cylinders, man. Like when the pass isn't working, the run the run game's working. Like really all like it's the same thing we've been saying, in my opinion, for like the last few weeks, is that as long as Jared Goff doesn't throw a couple picks, like they can win this game. I expect this to be a pretty high scoring game. So it's just a matter of can the Lions hold on to the ball, control the clock, and not let Baker bomb it out? Because he is gonna get, in my mind, he's gonna get at least a couple plays where he's throwing the ball fifty plus yards to Evans Godwin, David Moore, Trey Palmer. Kate Otten. So, um, no, give me the Lions, though. Like, they're moving on to the NFC Championship in my mind. Uh, I'm pretty confident about that. So, last game of the weekend, we have the Chiefs visiting Buffalo take on the Bills. They're a three point underdog. Um, K Dog, you want to go on this one? Yeah, well, I'm going to start this off on uh, another upset. I got, I, got, I got the Chiefs over the Bills in this one. Now, now a week ago when we did our playoff brackets, I had the same matchup and I had the Bills. Um, well, my, my bracket's done for. Maybe I shouldn't Maybe I shouldn't refer to what I said before. I'm just getting everything wrong. Uh, I, I just, I just I, I don't feel like I learned anything about the Bills and their matchup against the Steelers. Not that that's a bad thing, but I don't think I learned much. But I do feel like I learned something about the Chiefs against the Dolphins. The way that offense looked, um, we talked about it earlier with Rasheed Rice, Pacheco, uh, the way that defense is playing. I mean, they essentially, outside of that big, that deep ball that um, Tyree killed, that Dolphins did nothing on offense. Granted, I know it was very cold, but still, I mean, that the the Chiefs just looked like a very well-rounded team. Um the Bills on the flip side, uh, you know, they have a history under Josh Allen. They they don't win these games, uh, you know, outside of the, uh, you know, I know that that overtime game against the Chiefs a couple of years ago was a close game. Um, but otherwise, I mean, last year they played the Bengals. Bills were at home. They lost uh, 27 to 10. And that was just totally unexpected. Are the Bills really a better team since since a year ago? I, I don't know that they are. Um I don't know. I just have a feeling. I, I just. I think we'll see some Chiefs magic this game, and uh, I, I think. I think 
we, we will see an upset. But it, sh- it should be, you know, this is the best game of the week for sure. I think so, the only way we see an upset is if, if there's a little ref ball playing yeah. going on. Um, I like these Bills. They just got a different vibe about them. I mean, they had Prophet J and I jumping through tables, you know, for these. Bills. I'll do it again. You haven't, you haven't done it yet, though. You're doing it this week. <laughs> <laughs> I did it at home. Um, but yeah, I, I still got the Bills. I I just hate the Chiefs, um, so I can't pick them here. <laughs> but I also think the Chiefs are playing another team that's built for the cold. You know, the I don't think it was a good like indication of how this Chiefs team can play when they're playing against the Dolphins, who literally came up from Miami, where it's like 80, and they had to play in negative. 50 you know the the bills play in that too and i think it's gonna be a much uh better game i think it's still be probably close but this time like you always like to bring up these historical pieces where it's like oh you know so 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 and so has never lost and this blah blah and then i just think this is a game that's going to end that for um Josh Allen, his thing with the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, so. Well, it, it would also be ending Mahomes' uh, AFC Championship. There you go. Too. It's time to end. You know, Isn't these things fun? end at some point. Let's call it early. All right. Let's call it now. Yeah, I like I like this one ending too. I, I'm sticking. I called the Bills last week. I'm sticking with them here as well. I mean, they're used to these cold conditions. It's still going to be cold. The Chiefs, like this, is a rivalry we've been seeing for back and forth for years and years, and. The Chiefs have owned the Bills, but as you guys are saying, I kind of like the momentum swaying to the Bills. Honestly, like you look at their stats, they don't really have anything that, like to me, really, you know, I can point to and say, oh, this is why they won the game. Like everyone's just playing a clean version of football. Josh Allen is not turning the ball over, which has been my biggest um, critique just of his game. Like you're throwing two picks a game. Like I, that's something I wouldn't even do. So, if I'm not going to do it, why would Josh Allen be doing it? You guys understand where yeah. I'm coming from here? So, no, definitely. Yeah. So, as long as, again, no turnovers, you know, let's get James Cook involved. Like, and it's, it's kind of interesting, too, because these teams are starting to match up like pretty similarly just in terms of their offensive um, chemistry. Like, you have like the two main quarterbacks who are the dudes. You have Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. You got Checo and Cook, who are kind of both the dudes there. And then you kind of have like your one alpha receivers, which I don't know if I can necessarily call Rasheed Rice an alpha receiver, but he kind of is for the Chiefs. And then you got Dolan Kikade, who honestly is playing at kind of a similar level in my mind that Travis Kelsey is. So, you know, really offensively, these guys match up pretty darn well. And it's really going to be on the defensive side of the ball that is going to be, in my mind, the differentiator for this game. But I think the Bills have a slightly better defense right now. So give me the Bills. I think. Patrick Mahomes is going to be outplayed by Josh Allen. I think Pat's going to be the one that turns over a couple of balls that you would expect Josh Allen to, to do. You know, I'll call that here. Okay. All right. I don't two? We'll see. Two? Um, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take two. I mean, we've seen this game earlier in the year in the Bills one, right? Um, I think almost all these are match rematches. The Ravens beat the Texans week one. Lions beat the Buccaneers early in the year. So They played? Who did? Lions and Bucks? I think so. They did. Yeah, they I did. read that today. It was a it was a blowout. I think uh, it's a lot of rematches here. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to Chiefs Bills the most. I think. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Lamar Jackson's downfall the most personally. But you guys already knew that. All right, K Dog, you want to walk us through your uh, power rankings here? Top eight. Yeah. So we're down to eight teams left. Uh, number eight. Uh, I think. We'll all be the same here. I got the Buccaneers. Um, no disrespect to the Buccaneers. They had a, a really impressive win um, wildcard weekend, but they don't deserve to be ahead of these other teams. Number seven, I have the Texans uh, dominating win over the Browns. 
Number six, I have the Packers. Um, you know, they just looked amazing against the Cowboys. Uh, I have them over the Texans simply because yeah. I, I think they, their performance was better last week, although I do have the Texans winning this weekend. Against the number I think one their team matchup is easier. <laughs> okay. Lions at number five. Bills at number four. Chiefs at number three because they're beating them. Number two, I've, I'm actually playing the Ravens. Whoa. Simply because I don't trust them as much in the playoffs, and I did choose them to lose this week. And number one, I had the 49ers. I think they're going to roll over the Packers. And uh, Who would pick the Packers, bro? Yeah, I don't know. This guy. Um, because I got them at number one. No, okay. So <laughs> number eight, the Bucks. Seven Chiefs. Uh, six Packers. So I'm pretty high. Five, the Texans. Four Lions, three Bills, two Niners, and number one Ravens. Nice. Mine sounds pretty similar. To, similar, si- similar to yours, Coop. So I got eight bucks. There you go. Um, same same reason as K Dog. No disrespect, but I think these other teams just play better. Seven, I got the Packers. Six, I got the Chiefs. Five, I have the Texans. Four, the Lions. Three Bills, two Niners, one Ravens. I should have dropped to the Ravens. I didn't really think about that when you said that, K-Dog. I was like, oh, that was really smart because I have the upside as well. But up until this week, they've been playing like the best team. So I'll leave them as the best team, I guess, if I have to. I don't want to, but I will. Okay, okay. Yeah, for a big Lamar hater, you've had him number one for quite quite some time. True. Respect is due at some points. But I will be excited to drop him off this list here um, next Tuesday. Nice. Time for our... All right. Well, um, this is our third to last chance this year to get it right, guys. So uh, let's. I'm curious what you guys have. I'm going. I'm doubling down on my big upset of the week in the Texans beating the Ravens. Not only will the Texans beat the Ravens, CJ Stroud will have another three touchdown plus performance, and uh, the Texans are going to get another pick six this week. Oh, I like that. How about a fumble six? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I picked the pick six just to carry off the last weekend. But, yeah, I think I think if they're going to win this game, they're going to force Lamar to make mistakes. And uh, maybe, it'll end, maybe it'll end in points. We'll see. Wow. Impressive. Um, I'll go next. So I'm actually going to do a holistic approach to this. Over this whole weekend, these four matchups are going to be the closest ever. I think, I think that all these games end at least one possession. One possession each. Okay. So either a field goal or six touchdown. Sure. Gonna, sure. Yeah. I don't like that one. Why? Give a, how about like uh, give us a point total for all the games? Like, or what's the difference between the the winner I mean, and the loser for all games? That's you want me to pick the score basically? No, no, no. So like, you think it's going to be like thirty, like twenty four or less, or like I don't know, yeah, like twelve or less. Four times six. I'll say twenty four or less. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, in a, in a in a I don't know if which, in a week in which there's three like nine plus point favorites, I think that's pretty pretty bold. Yeah. I don't see it going that way. I think all these are gonna be close. I I'm a little sus on this one, but why? Whatever, that's fine. Do you do you, man? I don't know. It just doesn't feel hot. I just said it's hot. gonna be the lowest spread ever. Ever? How are you gonna measure that? I'm <laughs> sure if if it is, you're gonna hear about it. Trust me. All right, We're, we don't have to do the work on this one. All right, you're just gonna hear. About it. <laughs> all right, well. Smokers, don't worry. My smoking. Do you think Lions and Bucks is going to be close? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think all these games have a real good shot, man. Within three points. Okay. 
Well, mine's a lot simpler than yours, Coop. So I'm going to Detroit. Add the differentials. I'm going to Detroit. Yeah, some people aren't great at math, you know? Okay, I'm going to Detroit, <laughs> and I am picking the Lions side of the ball. And I think that Amon Ra St. Brown will have a 200-plus yard game with a tutty. That's it? Only one touchdown? That's it. I don't think that's hot enough. Really? 200 yards? It's got to be two touchdowns, for sure. We'll take 200 yards and a tutty. That's my favorite <laughs> All right. What do yeah. you think? Uh, I'm surprised you'd only it. have one touchdown. What, you want what, like 250 yeah. yards? Like no, I'm surprised you'd only have one touchdown in that whole thing. Like, well, it, it, I just don't think that will hit. Because if he gets two I, touchdowns and 200, you don't hit. Okay, one plus touchdowns. No, you can't do that. <laughs> Whatever. No, one touchdown. Give me one. Um, because Gibbs, Montgomery, Laporta. Wait, you're adding ball. more out of this? No, no. I'm just saying the reason why I'm only doing one is I think those guys will get touchdowns. But I'm not adding that to the, the Shokanate. That's not official. That's not official. Don't record that. Don't so what are you going to do when you hit back-to-back Shokanate's? Because you hit your last one. So what are you going to do when you hit this? I think I'm just going to retire from the podcast. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> we'll get C-Dubs on. C-Dubs can fill in for me. The Everyone will be so much happier. It'll be a much better pod. Without I know me. I will. All right. Well, fellas, that's a shorter episode today. Shorter episode as we uh, wind down the season. Do you guys have anything else you want to add in? No. Uh, thanks for having that conversation with me earlier, King Jay. I know you're not Prophet Jay, but we love your input. We love hearing from everybody in the audience. You know, Just throw out a comment. Um, every once in a while we're going to respond and have have a good time doing it so just follow those socials um you guys are a part of this just as much as we are you know wow that's really wholesome that's cute i was thank you coop just saying uh i've never heard him get so real (laughs) i just like to say good luck to i forget the username but whoever is number one in our tg mango tg mango in our bracket good luck to you that's pretty hard going six or six last week yeah if you had parlayed Uh, that man you would have made some bang yeah that's kind of crazy. Um, Texans going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. That's going to be tough, but uh, best of luck. They're going to beat the Ravens, so why can't they beat the Niners? You Niners? know, if, if, we have, if we have the one guy maybe in the country who goes 13 for 13 on this, that could do, do uh, good for our podcast. Dang. So, it's only 13 picks. I think so, right? That's crazy. I think that's what I remember. That doesn't seem like very many. No. Um, I quickly want to call out and um, say whoever decided to name their pro- their uh, their bracket, good lord, the prophet, and is at the bottom of the leaderboard in the Shmokinot Takes group. You're a fraud. You oh, I thought not- that was yours, man. No, it's not me. It's not me. You do not deserve the name prophet. So whoever you are, you should feel ashamed for yourself. But thank you for listening. That's kind of that's kind of weird because you found yourself at the bottom of a regular season. Well, wow. you know, K Dog. If there was twenty three people in that one, I probably would have been at least third. So at least, yeah, yikes. Third's still pretty bad around here. Okay. All right. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's start getting out of here. Um, what's our word of the day? What did we say it was? Jay Black. <laughs> Jay Black. You know what to do with that. You know what to do. The sleeper agent has been activated. (laughs) And if you don't, go back a couple ups and you'll figure it out. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Schmokinot Takes. Um, We'll be back here next Tuesday to talk through the winners of the divisionals this weekend. And um, yeah, appreciate the support. Check out the socials, like Coop said. And uh, best of luck with your pickums. And we will uh, 
Catch y'all later. Mogan. Mogan. Schmogan.